All right, hello everybody. Okay, so today I'm talking about joy and having joy. Joy, okay. So, um, recently I've been working quite a lot. Um, yeah, and I began, I began to have the attitude of like not wanting to do it and about school I was just always like, oh, I don't really want to do this. And my attitude became sort of off target of where it probably should be. And then I was talking to a lady in church, Gabriel, you probably all know her. And I was talking about how, like, oh, like, I'm not liking, like, I was just saying all, like, my problems are having, not, like, anything big, but, like, just how sort of my attitude wasn't there. And, um, and how I was getting too many hours, I'm not enjoying work, it's, like, boring. Um, and then she said just to me, plain, simple, like, she just, like, said it out there, no, like, frosting or anything. She was just, like, um... It's not your situation that needs to change. It's your attitude. And I was like, that cut me deep, like real deep, like deeper than deep. Does anyone get that? <laughs> okay. And, and, and um, I was expecting her to be like, don't worry, you know, like it, time will change when you get a new job or don't worry, like you'll be finished school soon. But no, she's just like, don't waste the time you got now because, this is important. You need to have joy in everything because sometimes the hardest things you go through are come out is for a purpose. And then a couple of days after that happened, I was reading Vision 180 and, and it said, um, it had this one quote, you can't be happy without being joyful, but you can be joyful without being happy. And that really like um, said something to me because I was like, that is so true. Like you, without, you can't be happy without having a joyful without being joyful but you can always have that sense of joy and peace when you're not always happy and then in Luke 6 32 it says if you love those who love you what credit is that to you even sinners love those who love them and I kind of want to twist that a little bit because I know that's about love but I want to say like anyone can be happy in those good times but not anyone can have joy in the hard times and times in trial and yeah and so now I want to read the story of Joseph um, which is in Genesis, so um, yeah, Genesis 18 to 20, 27, 18 to 28. So, okay. When Joseph, oh, so does everyone know the story of Joseph? Before I start, so it's like, so Joseph was, had a lot of brothers and he was probably the favourite out of all his brothers, just, um, I mean, he's a favourite to his dad and then, all his brothers were kind of envious of him because he was a favourite. And previous to this, he got a couple, like, dreams from God saying, like, they, like that his brothers would worship him one day. And that then became them more envious. And one day Joseph was going up to see his brothers to check on them for his dad. And this happened. So when Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognised him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these den pits. We can tell our f- <laughs> um, we can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. But when Reuben heard of their schemes, he came to Joseph's rescue. Let's not kill him, he said. Why, sh- why should we shed any blood? Let's just throw him into the, this empty pit here in the wilderness. There he, then he'll die without our, our laying a hand on him. 
Reuben was secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. So when Joseph arrived, his brothers ripped off the beautiful robe he was wearing. Then they grabbed him and threw him into the pit. Now, now the pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then just as they were sitting down to eat, they looked up and saw a caravan of camels in the distance. Coming towards them, it was a group of Ishmaelites, traders, taking a load of gum, palm and aromatic resin from Galilee town to Egypt. Judah said to the brothers, what, what will we gain by killing our brother? We'd have to cover up the crime. Instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. After all, he is our brother, um, our own flesh and blood. And all his brothers agreed. So when the Ishmaelites who were who traders came by, Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the pit and sold him for 20 pieces of silver. And the traders took him to Egypt. Now from that, how would you feel if your brothers threw you into a pit, meant to kill you, they traded you off for, for money, basically? Like, that's, you think that's, got, that's pretty low. Like, and just from reading that, you'd, you'd think that Joseph would begin to be feeling pretty angry and it's in a situation where you wouldn't necessarily want to have joy or want to show joy. Um, but, um, yeah, you'd probably just want to be angry. You'd probably think, why did they do this to me? And you'd, I feel like if it was me in that situation, I'd be, of course, bitter and, like, really annoyed. I'd be like, why have they done this to me? I've done nothing to them. Like, um, but then if you – and then I want to continue reading from Genesis 39. Um, and this is when he's, he was taken to Egypt and then he was, like, sold to another um, person called Potiphar. So then when Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar an Egyptian officer, Potiphar was captain of the guard of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So Joseph was a beautiful boy and cheerful and willing in his spirit and able in all that he undertook, so that his master Potiphar became very friendly to him and after a time he placed Joseph in charge of his house. From that day, Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property. The Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crop and lively and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing, except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man, and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing if I be a great sin against God? So, I want to look back at the beginning of it and to know that Joseph didn't stay in, like we can't, we don't know if Joseph didn't, wasn't angry or bitter at the beginning, but you can tell he didn't stay in that place of having like um, a hard spirit and being depressed or anything. He came out of that and was joyful. Like I said, he was a cheerful and willing spirit in everything he did. He was 
you could tell he was, um, he didn't, he forgot about what happened to him and focused more about oh, his faith in God. And he knew God would bring him out of all these hard times no matter what he went through. And um, he didn't base his feelings upon what he people had treated him in the past. He based on the future and what, um, and being the best person I think he could be and the person God would want him to be. Um, and Joseph, and as Joseph then still, his hard times weren't over yet. He, he, he knew that he was in a hard time and it still wasn't. After that, Potiphar's wife then lied to her husband about him sleeping with her and said that he attacked her, which caused then Joseph to go to jail. And then I'll read that, which is in Genesis 39, 19-23. So Potiphar was furious when he heard that his wife story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison. Um, threw him into the pigeon. <laughs> into the prison where the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. Um, but Joseph had faith in God that at some time all would come out right. And in the prison he was cheerful and kind and helpful as he had always been. The keeper of the prison saw that Joseph was not like the other men around him, and he was kind to Joseph. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and every, everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Now, I've got another in John 15, 10, 11. When you obeyed my commandments, you remained in my love, just as I obeyed my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with joy, with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Um, I believe like in Joseph's story, he remained in God's plan, which then helped him have like succeed in everything he went. Even though he was a slave, even though he was in prison, even though he was like thrown into a pit, you see through the stories, everything he did, he was always <laughs> he was always put in charge of something or people could tell, like I said, Joseph was not like the other men around him. People could see that he, no matter what's happened to him, even though he was in probably the worst you could possibly be in, he was always still joyful and was still willing to give things a go and that's how he'd always been. And that's the thing I think we've got to work on ourselves and be like, even though we're in hard times or we're going through a rough thing, there's, we can we always have to have that um, feeling of joy because God has already like died on the cross and taken everything away from us. So no matter what we go through, um, we've always got something to be joyful about. Um, and I can imagine that Joseph every day probably wasn't a great day. Like he would have been crying out to God some days, like why have you done this to me or why am I going through this? Like all I've been is faithful, but yet he still was joyful and faithful because I'm not saying that we can't have those hard times, but like, of course we're going to have like, going to have frustration or anger in things, but we just got to always have joy. And I heard a, um, a message from Joyce Myers and he was saying how on the surface of like an ocean, it can be rocky or windy or stormy. Like it had the, so such a like bad on top, but the further you go down, it will always be calm. And that's what I feel we've got to be like. We've, even though we could have be in the hardest time, we'll always have the 
feeling of just peace and calm. Um, yeah, so I've just got five points that I want to end with. So to remain joyful. So to know God is Lord and that he is there for you in the good and the bad times and is always going ahead of you. Two, have patience. It's not going to change overnight. Like, um, and he, Joseph wasn't in, like, prison or in slavery for, like, a year or even months. He was in jail for two years and in slavery for about, like, five years. So he was, like, he was, like, suppressed for a long time and still remained joyful. Three, we can't afford to be envious because it will cause us to be bitter and not joyful or anything. Because you know what it's like if you're jealous of someone. You think sometimes you'll do anything to get it. Like if your friend's got that fidget spinner, you do. Like you, you, you do things sometimes you don't mean to when you become jealous or envious. Four, we can begin to hold. Um, oh, four, we need to hold on to what God's shown us. Um, about our future even if he hasn't shown us like a massive picture like painted you a picture of what you're going to be like it says in the bible he's got plans for that's a plan to succeed and to have hope and a future so he doesn't want us to be living a horrible life he wants us to be living a life that he's designed and five joy isn't based on circumstances it's a daily choice so it's our choice whether we are um joyful or not and no matter what comes, um, yeah. So I'll just, I'll just pray. Yeah. Lord, I pray right now that you can help us all just to remain joyful, even in those times of um, need, and you can help us all to just have that to give us peace and um, help us show your love through the joy we have. And people can tell we're different when everyone 